Amen, amen. Thank you, Brother Randy. Thank you, Brother Danny. Appreciate everyone that's contributed to the service this morning. Amen. It is good to be in the Lord's house. It is good to be in our place. Amen. You know, you go, sometimes you go away on vacation or you're uh, out of town for some reason. You go somewhere else, find somewhere else to worship, and then you come back home and there's nothing like our place. There's nothing like the family that God has given us. There's nothing like this group of people that we call our brothers and sisters in the Lord the family of Marlbrook Baptist Church. This is our place, and I'm telling you what, it is good to be in the Lord's house. I'm going to do something different this morning. I'm going to do something, I've, as far as I know, I've never exactly done before. I've let someone else write my outline, okay? So I've let someone else write my outline, and so I'm going to be preaching somebody else's outline. You say, Pastor John, who did you let write your outline? I let y'all write my outline, okay? So this is our place. We're going to be preaching our message today. So I know that sometimes, uh, you know, every preacher, when he preaches, he tends to offend people. He can't help it. You know, they, as hard as we try, it just happens, you know. And uh, But this morning, I believe, if you get offended, it's on you, okay? Because I'm preaching your message that you have given me. So this is uh, your message. A couple weeks ago, I put a post on Facebook. And on that post, there's a picture of the church. Uh, I think I have a picture of the post here. I got a picture of the church, and above it I put these. I said, share a phrase. Uh, this is our place too. And boy, I'm telling you what, several of y'all commented uh, on the post, and this is our place too. And you finished the phrase. Uh, and as I worked on putting this message together, I kept thinking, you know, uh, that I wanted to use some of the things y'all had said, and I would look at some of the things y'all had said and say, I want to use some of this in this message I'm putting together. And little by little by little, as I worked on today's message, all of my stuff got weeded out until all that was left was your stuff. And so this morning going to be doing something a little different. We're going to be preaching your message, what you have said this place means to you. As I thought about this being our place, I thought, you know, this is our place. This is the place that God has given us. This is the place where we come together as the body of Christ. This is the place where we give. We give to the Lord, we give to each other, but this is also the place where we receive. We receive from the Lord and we receive strength from one another. This is the place that unites all of us in a mutual bond. This piece of real estate here on Route 11, 6926 North Lee Highway, this little piece of real estate is nothing more than a piece of real estate with a brick and mortar building setting on it, but it is the place that God has given us where we come together and unite as the body of Christ and although there may not be any spiritual significance to this piece of property there is a mutual love for this place because of all the things that God has allowed us to experience here in this place. This is the place that God has given us. This is the place where we can serve God. This is the place where we can love others. This is the place where we go out of and reach the lost. I began to think about the congregation of the folks that were a part of the church here. I thought, you know, some 
were born here. Uh, some of you, uh, I think of some of you right now, you attended this church before you were born. Uh, I mean, you came here your entire life. Uh, you have always been a part of the church. Some of you can trace your uh, heritage back to the church on the river and your, your mom and dad went there, your aunt and uncle went there uh, and you can trace back to the beginning of the church. Uh, this has been your place uh, your entire life. There are others here who were brought here. Brother Lewis was telling me that he came to church here and he saw Jean and he came back the next Sunday looking for her. I'm telling you, there was something brought him here and different ones of us have been brought here. Different ones of us have came. Some of us have been invited. Some of us have came seeking hope. Some of us have came out of curiosity. Some of us have came needing healing. Some of us have came because we were under conviction. Some of us have came because we've been invited. But we have all came and we've all become a part of the family of Marlbrook Baptist Church and we're united together in a bond of love that makes this place our place. Boy, I'm telling you what, I thank the Lord for our place regardless of how we got here. Every one of us that are here this morning can say we have found something special in this place. Amen. Melissa and I came, y'all may have seen the picture on the video, y'all didn't know we'd been here that long, did you? I'm telling you what, I like, what happened to me? Boy, I'm telling you, that's a long time ago. We first came here. And honestly, when I first came, I, 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 my history was a lot smaller churches. I mean, I grew up in churches that ran 25 and 30 people. And the first time I come here, we left... And I told Melissa, I said, you know what? I like the church and I like the people and I like the preaching, but that church is way too big. We need to shop around some more. We visited a couple other churches, and we sat down as a family, and we began to talk about the churches that we had visited. And without fail, all of the family members said, we want to go back to Marlbrook because that is the friendliest church we have been to while we've been visiting churches. There is something that attracted us here. There was something that we found here, and we came back. All of us that are here have found something special. We found a place that we call home. We found a group of friends, a spiritual family. We found a haven from the turmoil that exists in this world that we live in that doesn't know God. Marlbrook Baptist Church, the place where we meet every week. This is our place. We saw in the video that this is the place where we raise our children. This is the place where our children find their mates for whatever it's worth. <laughs> This is the place we raise our children. This is the place our children find their mates. This is where we marry the mate of our dreams. We saw the picture of Corey and Selena in children's church. Miss Selena, were you chasing him or was he chasing you in that picture? Here they are in children's church. And then we see the picture of them being married. This is the place where we marry the mate of our dreams. This is the place where we build friendships. This is the place where we have a resource of good, godly people that we can build friendships with. This is a place where we can find folks to fellowship with. Uh, this is the place where we can come and worship together. This is our place. This is also the place, as we saw in the video, I told Pastor Kent, I said, this thing's going to be a tearjerker because this is the place where we say goodbye to those that have served faithfully for many, many, many years. But one by one, we've said goodbye as they've passed on over into glory land. This is the place. This is our place. As I said a moment ago, I asked in a Facebook post for you to describe what this place was to you. 
And your answers became the outline for today's message. Not normally would I preach a message that I found on Facebook. So don't y'all spread that. The Pastor John preaches messages that he gets off of Facebook. But this morning's going to be something different. And we're going to look at what you said about your place. Let's pray and then we'll get started. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for these people. Lord, I know that there are many, Lord, unable to be with us today. I know there are some who are in the hospital. I know there are some who are in quarantine. I know that there are some, Lord, who are staying away, Lord, just because they're concerned about the coronavirus and the likelihood of catching it. And Father, I pray that you will be with each and every one of these people. Lord, I pray that you will touch their bodies. Lord, those, uh, Lord, that are struggling with the, their breathing and their health and, Lord, not sure, uh, Lord, if they're going to pull through. Lord, I pray that you will touch their bodies and help them. Father, we thank you for them. We thank you, Lord, for their faithfulness to you. And Lord, we pray that you will be with them. Lord, those that are staying home in quarantine and Lord, those who are, Lord, uneasy about coming out because of the coronavirus picking up again. Lord, I pray that you will be with each and every one. I pray, dear Lord, that you will bless those of us that are here this morning. Lord, as we look at these thoughts of what this place means to us. And Father, I pray that as we look through these thoughts, that Father, we will recognize what it is that you have given us. And Father, Father, I pray, uh, Lord, that our hearts will be knit together and knit to this place that you have given us, Father, I pray. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to us. And I pray, dear Lord, that we will be able to serve you just a fraction of, Lord, what you are worthy. And, Lord, we thank you for it. Bless us now throughout this day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So in the Facebook post, as you see there, I said, this is our place too. You finished the phrase. And so in the order you responded is the order that I've put the answers here. I didn't change the order. It's just the way they came through. And we're going to look through what you said about our place. And now there's 25 responses that I'm going to be looking at this morning. Uh, so we're going to have to move through them rather quickly. I don't have a text verse. Like I said, this is something different than I've ever done before. But I'm going to look at your comment and then we're going to look in the Scripture and see how that every one of you gave a scriptural reason and why this was your place. The first answer that came through after I posted it was from my daughter Michaela. I can always count on Michaela to post a comment on anything I post. She tries to encourage her dad. She knows he's not techie and if he is stepping out and trying this she wants to encourage him. So she'll be the first one to comment. The first comment that came through after I put this out was from Michaela and she said this is our place to serve. This is our place to serve. You can tell she's the pastor's daughter, right? The Bible tells us though in Romans 12 and verse number 11, not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. This is what God's children are to be doing. We are to be about serving the Lord. And this place gives us a place where we can serve the Lord. This gives us a place that we can work out of to serve the Lord. This gives us a place where we can give money to missions that the gospel might be sent around the world. This gives us a place where we can have as we're going to in a couple weeks in a scripture assembly where you can come and put your hand 
hands on the Word of God. This place gives us an opportunity to minister to young Christians, to children that don't know the Lord. This gives us a place where we can serve the Lord, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. The next thing that we see there was from Susan Goodbar. and uh, Miss Susan and Daryl have not been able to attend for a while, being at home, taking care of Ralph. They faithfully watch us online. If y'all watching this morning, appreciate your comment. Uh, but Miss Susan commented that this is our place to be encouraged in the Lord and lifted up. This is the place where we come after the world has beat us down and the world has, has wore us out and the trouble of the world has defeated us. This is where we can come and we can be encouraged in the things of God. In Acts chapter number 14 we find that the apostle Paul went from church to church on his way back from his missionary journey and here's what he was doing in verse 22 it says, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. This is our place to be encouraged in the Lord. Brother Joey Earhart shared that this is our place to worship. Well, I'm telling you what, a couple Wednesday nights ago, we looked at this thought of Noah and worship that pleases God. I'm telling you, if you want to know a little bit about worship, I feel like the Lord came in and taught that lesson that night because, boy, I was stuck. Boy, I mean, it was good what God gave us about worship that pleases God. And this is our place to worship. David said in Psalm 95 and verse number 6, Oh, come, let us worship. This is a place where we can come together and we can worship the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that you can't worship the Lord at home. I'm not saying you can't worship the Lord in your car. I'm not saying you can't worship the Lord going about your daily activities. You definitely can and you definitely should. But there is something about getting together with a group of people who have the same interest and the same love and the same desire and together you worship the Lord. There's something about coming together and worshiping the Lord. There is no better place to worship than in our place. Miss Gail then commented, Miss Gail Clark, and she said that this is our place to find peace. In John 14, verse number 27, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know what? If there is one thing that is not available in this world, it's peace. Now this world offers a lot of things. They offer entertainment. They offer excitement. They offer thrills. They offer all sorts of things. This world is pushing a lot of things. They, they say that they can offer popularity. They say they can offer fame. They say that they can offer wealth. All kinds of things that the world offers. But one thing this world cannot offer is peace. And anyone living in pursuit of the things of this world will never find peace. But regardless of what is going on in the world outside, when we come into the house of God, it is consistent. We are looking and looking for the blessed hope of the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue and it doesn't matter what's going on outside. When I come to the house of God, I can find peace in the fact that I have consistency in my Savior. This is our place to find peace. 
We go on and y'all kept talking about what your place was. Miss Bridget shared that this is our place to gather as one and let the Word of God sink into our hearts. This is clearly illustrated in Ephesians 5 and verse number 13. Paul said there, Till we all come in the unity of the faith. Miss Bridget said, This is our place to gather as one. Now if you remember the passage of Scripture I read when I started, some of us are ears, some of us are eyes, some of us are hands, and some of us are feet. And now, although the ear and the foot are both the same part, or part of the same body, a ear and a foot look nothing alike. Matter of fact, an ear and a foot have nothing in common. They have nothing in common in the role that they fulfill. They have nothing in common in where they are located on the body. They have nothing in common with their responsibility to the body, but the ear and the foot are come together. What brings them together? It says here, till we all come in the unity of the faith. You know what makes this diverse group of people be able to be united as one? It is our mutual faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are able to gather as one because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith. And Paul goes on, and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Why are we united here? We are united here because we are endeavoring to learn about the Son of God. We are waiting to let that sink into our hearts unto a perfect man under the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. This is our place to gather as one and let the Word of God sink into our hearts. Miss Shirley Richardson said, this is our place to bond with one another through Christ. This is our place to build friendships, to build fellowship, to bond together as one in Christ. In Psalm 133 and verse number 1, David said, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. This is our place to bond together as one people serving the Lord Miss Tiffany Brown, she said that this is our place to learn. Now, I've got Psalm 119 down, and we'll read that in just a minute. But the book of Proverbs says to get wisdom. And with all thy getting, to get understanding. As children of God, we ought to be in pursuit of the knowledge and understanding of the things of God. It ought to be our desire to accumulate as much knowledge about the things of God and the Word of God as we possibly can. Miss Tiffany stated it very simply, this is our place to learn. It says in Psalm 119, 104, Through thy precepts I get understanding. What is the precepts? This is the precepts. Through thy precepts I get understanding. And here at this place, if you don't come to this place, here at this place we have plenty of avenues where you can access the precepts of the Word of God and you can learn the things of God. This is our place to learn. This is where we learn of the Word of God. Pastor Kent, he commented and he shared with us that this is our place to worship the one who is worthy. 
You know what? There's a lot of people worshiping a lot of things. There's people on the lake today missing church so they can be on the lake. There's people at the beach today. There's people sitting at home for absolutely no reason today. There's people mowing their grass today. You say, Pastor John, is it wrong to do all them things? Not at all. But when they replace God, they have become the subject of worship. We gather here to worship the one who is worthy. You see, all those other things are fine to do as long as they're not replacing God. But you should not replace God with them because none of them are worthy of your devotion and dedication. But we gather here to worship someone who is worthy of our devotion and our dedication. We gather here to recognize Him who we ought to give our all to. We gather Him to worship Him who is worthy. The Bible tells us in Revelation 4.11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and, by, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lord, Thou art worthy. And we gather here to tell the Heavenly Father, Thou are worthy. We gather here to worship the one that is worthy. This is our place to come and let him know, I believe you're worthy. This is our place to come and tell the master, I am devoted to you. This is our place to worship the one that is worthy. Brother Randy commented, and Brother Randy pointed out that this is our place to find peace in the midst of the storms of life. In Isaiah 25 and verse number 4, Isaiah speaking of God the Father said, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat. This is our place to find peace in the midst of a storm because we have a heavenly Father who can give us refuge, who can give us safety, who can give us shelter, who can give us shadow. This is where we can come to find peace because our heavenly Father is one that can shelter us from the time of storm. The song we used to sing, sometimes sing the hymn, a shelter in the time of storm. That's who he is. That's what he is. And that's why we can come here and find peace regardless of the storms that are going on around us outside. Miss Christina Chandler said, this is our place to grow. This is our place to grow. You know what, as Christians, it ought to be our desire to grow. It ought to be our desire to increase in the knowledge and understanding of the things of the Lord. Now, Miss Tiffany said it's a place to learn. But there's a difference in learning and growing. See, learning is accumulating information and we ought to do that. Growing is using that information to make a difference in who we are. 
that is growing. There is learning and there is growing. Someone can explain to you how to do a task, but until you've actually done the task, you can't say that you're qualified. But once you have done the task, now your expertise has grown. This is our place to grow. This is our place to put into action what we have learned. This is our place to apply what we've heard from the Word of God. This is our place to grow. 2 Peter 3.18 says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are to be people who are continuing to grow and experience the things of God. It is a tendency. It is a tendency of people to grow to a point and then they get comfortable. And when they get to that comfortable point, they never want to go any further. I don't like to use myself for an example, but this is just a really good example, okay? At the first of this year, I weighed 245 pounds, and I'm like, John, this is ridiculous. You need to fix this. I consulted with a friend of mine. He uh, gave me some ideas and some things I could do, some lifestyle changes I could make, and made those lifestyle changes, began doing some things he had told me to do, and little by little by little by little, I dropped down until now I weigh 195 pounds. Dropped all that weight off, lost 50 pounds. But I reached 195 pounds like two months ago. And I'm just staying there. And so I said to my friend, I said, what's the deal? Why do I seem to be stuck right here at 195? I was hoping to get down to 185. That was my goal. Why am I, why am I stuck here at 195? He says, well, you need to cut your eating back a little more and you need to pick your exercise up a little more. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I think 195 sounds pretty good. You know what? I'm comfortable here. I don't know if I want to slack off the eating and pick up the exercise anymore. I mean, I'm starving to death as it is. Goodness. But anyway, it's a good example that we find a place where we're comfortable and in order to go to the next step, it takes another step of commitment. We can get to a certain point with a certain level of commitment. And once we reach that point, then there's got to be another change made for there to be more improvement made. And a lot of times we'll get to a comfortable point and we'll say we don't want to make any more changes. But this is our place to grow, or in my case, shrink. Anyway, this is where we need to continue to grow in the Lord. Miss Stephanie Tyree said that this is our place to be with the family of God. You know what? There should be no, no group of people that we are closer to than the family of God that God has given us here at our place. And we ought to look forward to being with the family of God. We ought to look forward to the opportunity to fellowship one with another. And we are indeed a family. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 and verse number 19, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Used to be we were strangers. Used to be we didn't know each other. But now we are fellow citizens. We are a part of the household of God. Miss Jennifer Connor said that this is our place to love. Boy, this should have been the first of the list, I believe. Because there is nothing that bonds the people of God together like love. 
Jesus said, this is how they'll know you're my disciples. That you love one another. This is our place to show our love to the family of God. This is our place to love. Romans 12 and verse number 10 says, Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another. This is our place to show our love one for another. Miss Angie Snyder backed that up. She said this is our place to love and be loved unconditionally. I like how she put that on there, and be loved unconditionally. You know what the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 13, verse number 4? Charity suffereth long, charity being love. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. This is our place to love and be loved unconditionally. Miss Eva Clark, who watches us faithfully online, if you're watching this morning, Miss Eva, thank you for faithfully watching. Miss Eva Clark watches us faithfully online. And she says, This is our place to visit soon and worship together with God's people. Miss Eva, we would love to have you join with us. We, we, and we'll get to this a little bit more at the last one. But you know what? This is our place. And this is a place where we are always welcoming others to be a part of our place. Ms. Eva said this is a place she'd like to visit soon. Brother Ronnie Miller says, this is our place to hear the word of God preached by a godly preacher who doesn't avoid ungodly, to uncomfortable topics, not ungodly topics, uncomfortable topics, and a place filled with the nicest, most friendly people you'll ever meet. First of all, thank you Brother Ronnie for that vote of confidence. I man, appreciate that, Brother Ronnie. But you know what the Bible says in Romans 12, verse number 9, let love be without dissimulation, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Did you know there was a verse in the Bible that said exactly what Brother Ronnie just said? Brother Ronnie said, you preach the truth and you love each other. And the Bible says, let your love be without dissimulation and stand against that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. This is our place to hear the preaching of the Word of God and to love one another. It is what God has designed for us. Miss Bonnie said, this is our place to worship and serve the most deserving, our Lord and Savior. Revelation 5 and verse number 12, worthy is the Lamb that was Slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. This is our place to worship the most deserving Lord and Savior. I'm going to have to move on or we're never going to get this done. Miss Sarah says, this is our place to be loved and learn and grow in the Lord. 1 Peter 1 verse 22 and 23 says this, Seeing ye have purified your souls, in obeying the truth uh, through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart uh, fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth for. Ever. This is our place to be loved and to learn and to grow 
in the Lord. Really, I'm telling you, y'all have given me a whole series. We can preach all next year on these, all these verses. Jennifer Smith is another lady that watches faithfully online and she stated that this is our place to inspire others in the word of the Lord. Hebrews 10, 24 says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. Inspire others. Let's consider each other and let's provoke them to love one another and to invest in good works. Miss Selena said, This is our place to come together as a spiritual family and share in our joys and sorrows in life. Isn't it good to have a group of people that can share in our joys and in our sorrows? Isn't it good to have a group of people that will come alongside us when we're burdened and have a group of people that will rejoice when God blesses us? The Bible tells us in uh, uh, Romans 12 and verse number 15, Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Where do I find people that will rejoice with me? In our place. Where do I find people that will weep with me? In our place. Where do I find people that will encourage me? In our place. Where is a place where I can find a family that will carry me and support me through this life? At our place, that's where you can find it. Miss Lisa Miller shared that this is our place to grow in God's Word, our Christian walk, and to be with our church family. And it's signed Terry and Lisa. So this is from Terry and Lisa. And it says here in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. This is our place to grow in God's Word, to walk together as Christians and to be with our church family. Comfort yourselves together and edify one another. Brother Corey said, This is our place to worship our Lord and Savior with family, friends, and neighbors. Acts 2, New Testament church is just getting off the ground. In verse number 41 it says, Then they that gladly received His Word were baptized, the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. This is our place to worship our Lord and Savior with our family, our friends, and our neighbors. And you know what the best thing about this is? Whenever you become a part of this place, you become a family and a friend and a neighbor. This is a place where we come together and worship with those of like mind and like faith. Miss Sandy Porterfield shared that this is our place to learn about Jesus and what He has done for us. I'm telling you, there is nothing that will change your life like getting a hold of the truth of what Jesus has done for you. And this is the place where we proclaim it week after week after week what Jesus has done for us. The Bible says in Titus 2 and verse number 14, who gave Himself for us. Why did He give Himself for us? That He might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto Himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. This is our place to learn what He did for us and how that applies to us. Miss Sheila Corbin said, this is our place to worship and listen to the Word. A place to love people and be loved. Psalm 95 Verse 1 through 7 says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. 
Let us make a joyful noise unto the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto Him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is His also. The sea is His and He made it and His hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker for He is our God and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. This is a place to worship a God who is worthy to be worshipped. Miss Linda seconded that and said this, is our place to worship the Lord. Psalm 34 verse 1 through 3 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. This is our place to exalt and magnify and honor and worship the one who is worthy. And then lastly, Miss Gloria commented. And she ended up by herself on the screen, but I thought, you know what, that's appropriate that she's by herself on the screen because I wanted to use the last phrase of her statement as my closing anyway. Miss Gloria said, This is our place to worship, to grow spiritually, to fellowship, and seek solace. Much of that we've already talked about. But then Miss Gloria said the thing about this place is that it can be your place too. I'm telling you what, the thing about this place is it can be your place too. I thank the Lord that we do not serve a God who says my love is only available to a limited few. I thank the Lord that we don't serve a God who says I will handpick who will follow me. I thank the Lord that we don't serve a God who says not everyone can benefit from my love, but we serve a God that says whosoever will may come. And as ambassadors of our Lord and Savior, we here in the church open our arms to to those that need hope, to those that need healing, to those that need strength, to those that need deliverance and say we have a place where we can find those things. We have a place where we get what you're looking for. We have a place where we can find peace. We have a place where we have hope. We have a place where it's full of friends. We have a place that we can fellowship together. We have a place and the good thing about this place is it can be your place to. This place can be your place. You know, as we tell, talk to those around us, we can ask, are you seeking for solace in this world of turmoil? Does your soul long the fellowship of others? Are you looking for a place where you can grow in the Lord and worship the God of heaven? Let me invite you to make our place your place. Let me invite you to become a part of a family that's like nothing you've ever experienced before. Let me invite you to join the family of God. Let me invite you to make our place your place. You know, I don't know who all's listening in today, but perhaps there's a Christian that doesn't have a church home. You know the Lord and you love the Lord, but you don't have the benefit of the family of God. 
You don't have the benefit of the friends and the fellowship and the strength and the encouragement. Let me invite you, fellow Christian, make our place your place. Come be a part of the family of God. Perhaps you're listening in and you've never accepted Christ as your Savior. Maybe you're here at church. Maybe you attend church. Maybe you don't. But you're here and you're listening. And you say, I don't have a place like that. I attend there, but I don't experience everything you're talking about because I'm not bound together in the unity of the faith like you're talking about. I, I'm not, I don't have a place like that. Let me tell you that today can be the day that you put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you can be made a part of the family of God. And this place, our place, can be your place too. My question this morning is, will you make our place your place? And if you are here, can we recognize the value of what God has given us here in our place? What a blessing that God has given us. Go ask each of you to stand to your feet. Miss Melissa is going to come to the piano. We're going to play through a couple verses of song. If the Lord spoke to your heart this morning and you don't have a place, I invite you to come and make this place your place. Or maybe you just want to come and thank the Lord for the place that He has given you. But if the Lord has spoke to your heart as she plays, you come. about you, but I thank the Lord that this is my place. I'm telling you what, I've lived here in the valley for a long time, 20 some years, and I'd come by here, and I'd tell Melissa, one of these days we're going to visit that church. Little did I know what God had in store. This is my place, and I thank the Lord that it's my place, and I thank the Lord for each and every one of you who this is your place. We're part of the family of God, and there's nothing in this world 
that can replace what God has given us here. Amen. Thank the Lord for it. We're going to dismiss, and you go through the doors to your right, follow your nose. I got all kind of good chicken and sides and desserts and all kind of good food. Make your way down there. I know you'll enjoy a time of fellowship and eating together. And so uh, we're going to pray and dismiss and then just make your way right on down. And then, of course, the opportunity to get a picture with your family and get you a free gift to thank you for being a part of the service today. Brother Harry, I'm going to ask you if you would pray, ask the Lord's blessing on the food, and dismiss us from the service. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, thank you for this message that we've had today. Thank you for the brothers and sisters of Christ who expressed their love for this place that you've provided for more than 120 years. Lord, the way you've blessed this church and provided for it. And Lord, uh, I, just, I thank you that it is our place. Father, as we go down and enjoy a fellowship for a meal together, we just ask you to bless the food and the nourishment and strength of our bodies. We pray in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. Amen.